This is the Ryder and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Do you ever or have you ever watched like adult videos with your friends? No. 7% of people polled recently said that they, they watch with their friends. Just 7%? Yeah. I thought like all dudes just do that. Like when you get together for boys night, that's just what's on the TV in the living room. What? I don't know. That's just what I've always envisioned. So like, hey guys, let's get together. Jim, you bring the chips. Yeah. Greg, you bring the beer. Billy, oh. bring your DVD set. Yeah, like you sit around, you play a game of poker. I don't know. It's just 7% seems low to me. Well, it seems high to me. Because we don't do that. But you have. Yeah, like when we were younger. Exactly. Like so that's even, the... even the first few sets that I saw were... Ryder, uh, don't call them sets. Well, you can say the actual term. Knockers? No! Okay, so the first set of breasts that I saw. Thank wow. you. Oh, thanks, science teacher. Everybody knew what I meant. Anyway, there was an oil field company that had their office near Main Street in my hometown. And if you peered through the windows, you could see Buddy's back office, and all over the walls, he had adult pics. So we'd get on our BMXs, go get Slurpees, and then just go and check out some sets, almost, like, probably once a week. Was there ever a new set? Oh, yeah, that's why, like, we went for the new content every week. switch them up. Yeah, I, mm. I don't know if he knew that we were, like, we would have been, I don't know, 14, 13. No, not 14, that's too old. 12. I don't know. I could see it. <laughs> 26. 14 year old rider with a Slurpee on his BMX bike creeping through windows. I'll tell you, it was tough to ride away from that once in a while. Rider, that is so but, disgusting. And then, like, yeah, our hockey team, we'd be on like a road trip. Exactly. And our parents would be in one room, we'd be in another, and we'd be like, oh my God, what's this Channel 42 in Irma? And sure enough, just watch some Friday, bonking. Friday Without Borders. Yeah, you got her. Uh, but yeah, no, in my adult life, I don't think I've ever watched, like... Anything? Any adult videos with buddies, no. No, what, have you ever sat down for a movie night and watched Fifty Shades of Grey? No, I tried to start that a couple times by myself. What about Oppenheimer? Apparently there... there's a 15-minute scene with... Uh, boots? With Florence Pugh. Oh, that's all I need to hear. You want to go to the movies today? <laughs> uh, let us know at 780-784-7107. If you've ever watched adult movies, adult content with your buddies. Yeah. I just find this one really weird. If you see Ryder alone at the movie theater, no, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> there is a viral video that is shining the light on something that was pretty special back in the day. Yeah, in the 90s, uh, 97 to 99 specifically, we just heard from Sarah McLaughlin, and she was the person that made it happen, mm -hmm. Lilith Fair. And the reason Sarah McLaughlin wanted to put on this traveling festival was because she wanted to protest the fact that radio stations weren't playing two female artists in a row back in the 90s. And so she brought with her, like, heavy hitters, Jewel, Tracy Chapman, The Chicks. Yes, yeah, so Lilith Fair happened after she had a very successful tour for herself and Paula Cole. Okay. And that's what inspired her to be like, you know what? Let's take this on the road with several other women. And what a fun festival to go to. Hey? And it raised so much money for charity. Yeah. Like millions of dollars. They did revive it again, I think in 2010, and it wasn't as successful because I think a lot of the acts uh, backed out or couldn't oh, make it. So it, it wasn't as successful. But there is a viral video, and it just makes us all feel so old because it's Gen Z 
discovering Lilith Fair, being like, did you know that there was an all-women festival back in the 90s? Like, mm. what a concept. Well, but yeah, it made me feel really old this morning when I saw that video. I was like, oh my gosh, they're just discovering it. You said 97 to 99? It was 97 to 99, yes. Well, it's 25 years I since. Know. I wonder if a video like this, if it goes viral enough, it'll happen. kickstart the idea again. Yeah, pretty cool. Uh, can I be honest about something? Yes. I was fairly removed from like that movement growing up. Yeah, how had, old were you, 97, 99? I would have been 15, 16. Okay, yeah. I had two older brothers. I mean, I loved female artists, but I didn't know the struggle. I grew up in a small town. Yeah, anyway. You would have loved it. Joan Osborne was on the main uh, stage. What if God was one of it us? It also had Cheryl Crow, Jewel, Lisa oh Loeb. God. Oh, it had everything. Meredith Brooks, Fiona Apple. So here's my admission. This is a little bit embarrassing, but I thought Lilith Fair was an artist who headlined that <laughs> that <It> was... <laughs> uh, festival. And what song did you think Lilith Fair had? I just thought I hadn't heard any Lilith Fair songs before, but she must have been a big deal if she was the headliner with all these other massive, massive artists. It anyway. was like, it was even a couple years ago when I discovered that that was just the name of the festival. So yeah, back in the day, believe it or not, radio stations refused to play two females back to back. We just heard from Sarah McLaughlin, and here's another female artist. You may know her. I've been on the golf course the last couple afternoons. Okay. And I'm sore. Does everybody feel sorry for me? Nobody cares. Okay. No, I'm just kidding. Of course we care about you. You yeah. need to be in tip-top shape for the show. Um, but I noticed something over the last couple of days. I keep hearing the same things over and over on the golf course. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, I block them out. I block the, oh, here it comes, quotes. Because yeah, it, yeah. it's inevitable. You're going to hear the same lines if you're on a golf course. So uh, we've come up with the top seven things golfers need to stop saying to each other. <laughs> I'll give you an example before we dive into this in a few minutes. Yes, please. But get your suggestions in. What are you sick of hearing? Yeah. Okay, 780-784-7107. Sounded good. Oh, I don't mind that no, one. No, nobody cares what it sounded like. Was it good? What What I find... What I find rude about that line is somebody wasn't paying attention. They don't care. They're mm -hmm. like scrolling their phone, checking their email. Sure. You know, it's usually a weekday. You should be in the office. You're called and sick. So you're busy yeah. checking things on your phone. You hear your friend hit the ball, but you don't care enough to be like, great shot. You just go, sounded good. Right. And there's a pretty good chance they lost it because you weren't watching. But thanks for letting me know it sounded good. <laughs> Play 107, Ryder and Lisa, time for the top seven things. You're done hearing at the golf course. Everybody should just drop. Uh, an honorable mention from Miles, any reference to mulligans, mm -hmm. you're just cheating. Mulligan. Yeah. So do you want to break down what a mulligan is? Perhaps there's people listening that never golf. You just kind of get a free redo. Yeah. But quite often it'll be one person's like, I'm going to take my mulligan. And everybody else is like, well, we're not playing with mulligans, but okay. Just cheat then, Gary. Is um, Lisa's suggestion on the top seven list, pick up the pace? Ooh, that's a good one. That's not on there. Sick of hearing that one, says Lisa. That's good. She's probably a slow player. See, I'm not. A I take a lot of pride in the fact that I actually barely um, play outside of driving and putting. Yeah, you'll just pick it up. You won't practice swing. You don't, Never. You don't care by the third hole. You're not even playing. Yeah, you're quick. I'm so fast. Uh, one of the other honorable mentions that didn't quite make the list is calling the clubhouse the 19th hole. Stop it. Stop. Just call it the clubhouse. There's already a name for it.
At number seven, it opens up over there. It open it opens up back there. So that's when you miss hit a bit, but your partner seems to think they know the course and they tell you you're going to be okay because oh, it opens the, up over there. The people that know the course. Uh, this is a good hole. Mm-hmm. Come on. Stop. Yeah, yeah. Some advice on holes is nice. I but. guess. The top seven things golfers need to stop <laughs> saying to each other on the golf course. Better than being in the office at number six. <laughs> Number five is when somebody gets up to hit their drive and they kind of like just slightly bump the ball and it goes off the tee. Somebody behind them is going to go one, meaning that's one stroke. Now you got to put it back on the tee and you're I've shooting two. I've never heard So dumb. It's not even the rule anymore. Stop it. Uh, at number four, this one is uh, widespread. It's any flirtatious small talk with the cart girl. It's usually older dudes. Yeah, she does not care that your friend is having a bad game. Mm -hmm. Just buy your drink, be kind, and then move on with your life. Yeah, get the hell out of there. Get out of her face. Mm -hmm. She's busy. At number uh, three, this one I really dislike. Nancy'd that one. What's that mean? Well, it's, that sounds sexist. It is sexist. I hate and say, that. oh, you hit that one with your purse is another line that goes in with this no, Nancy one. If you ever hear someone talk like that on the golf course, tell me and I'll be there with my driver yeah. in four seconds. You, like you, you think women are bad golfers? Why don't you watch Brooke Henderson play golf? Watch She's one me. of the best golfers in the game. Watch me drive one. Just, it might be the third time I try, but that's all I have to say. I'm terrible after that. Uh, at number two, we have any reference to the bunker being called the beach. Or any reference to David Hasselhoff. As soon as somebody says when their ball goes into the sand and they go, I prefer the beach anyway. Ugh. Life in the beach. I've been spending more time in the sand than David Hasselhoff. Stop it. Stop it. We're counting down the top seven things that people need to stop saying to each other on the golf course. How about Chelsea's text? Oh, yeah, my shoulder's been acting up after mm -hmm. a really terrible shot. Yeah. There's too much pride on the golf course. Can everybody just relax? Yeah, one of the other ones that almost made the list, so we'll give it an honorable mention, is oh, I don't normally play this bad. Yeah, you do. This is why we <laughs> need to be making fun of all of these quotes and make it more of a casual experience because this is what scares people away from playing golf. Right. It's intimidating. Mm -hmm. It shouldn't be. Yeah, good point. It's okay to be bad at golfing. Right. Just get out there and enjoy it. Yeah. At number one for uh, things that people don't need to stop saying to each other on the golf course, when somebody hits something like a little bit too far and the line is, hit a house, and it means like hopefully that stops in time that you don't lose it or goes out of bounds. Hit a house. But like there are so many golf courses now that are surrounded by houses. That's the last thing I want to be told is to hit a house. I already do that enough. You know? Just oh. a little humble brag in there. No, no, that's not a humble brag. That means I miss hit and I oh. hit a I literally hit a house. Got it. So when people yell hit a house like it's a good thing, it just drives me nuts. What we don't hear enough is four. Yeah. The amount of times I've almost been hit by a ball and I'm like, I didn't hear anyone say anything. But what would you have done in that situation if somebody did yell four? Uh, stop, drop, and roll. Isn't that the rule? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's for when you're on fire. But oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> have you heard of girl math? Yes. This is really taking off on TikTok mm -hmm. uh, because women can be very good at justifying purchases. Yeah, because we don't want to have 
shopper's guilt. So right. you find any excuse mm-hmm. behind how much money you spent. So like one of the ones I saw was about a $330 dress. And they said like, how many times do you plan to wear this dress? The answer was three. So that's actually just a $110 dress yeah, per wear. exactly. And then the company that this dress was, uh, apparently the resale value is great. So they figure they could get a hundred bucks back for it. So now it's that's like a, one free wear. Well, exactly. Now it's four. Like you're looking at seventy bucks per wear. That, like that's pretty pretty decent. Yeah, girl math is a thing. I mean, we've never had a name for it until recently, but I do feel like uh, women have been doing it for decades. Mm. So we got a text earlier this morning about pumpkin spice lattes. We were yes. talking about those. They're back. Today's the day. Are there massive lineups at Starbucks this morning? We wouldn't know. Yeah, we could go peek out that window. Yeah, I wonder. Um. But yeah, we got a text about how they plan to spend hundreds of dollars. Yeah, there's on... some guilt there for sure. There is some guilt. Yeah, so how do you justify spending X amount of dollars on a coffee? Do you want to take a run at this? Like, what would you say to this person who texted in? <sighs> I think... Angel was her name, I think, yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. Angel, to justify this spending... So 200 bucks. In girl math, mm-hmm. I would... <sighs> this okay personally i would fill up my starbucks app because you can reload it with money Mm -hmm. and then today i would pay cash because cash doesn't count as money it doesn't no there's no receipts okay so i'd pay cash today but load your card and then starting tomorrow every coffee is free and then that was a yesterday's problem because you paid it today exactly yeah so the 200 dollars is just like it's just magically there. You almost treat it as if it's a gift card. There's your girl math. No more guilt buying coffee. What are the dates that pumpkin spice latte run? Because I feel like I could maybe get in on this girl math thing. How many, like, how long does it go for? Yeah, okay. Probably until cri- around Christmas, November. I think it, no, I think it's November. So you're looking at, like, let's say all of September, all of October, and I'll say November. And some August. So now we're looking at four months of pumpkin spice latte being available. Okay. And if you're spending $200 and that seems like a lot, yeah, it does it once, but that's only 50 bucks a month if you spread it out. Yeah, just like don't go to a couple events and then that's saving the gas money you would have been spending. Well, and if you didn't buy a pumpkin spice latte, you'd probably, I don't know, buy another coffee. Maybe it's cheaper. So let's say that's half the price. Mm -hmm. So now we're knocking down to 25 bucks a month. Yeah. Or maybe if you usually grab something from a gas station, like two Red Bulls for five bucks, but maybe one day you like walk past it and you're like, oh my gosh, that takes care of a pumpkin spice latte this week. Exactly. Okay. So it is doable. It's doable. You don't have to worry about spending 200 bucks on pumpkin spice at all, Angel. You've got this. Girl math's got you. if anyone else wants to contribute with what they justify spending money with, their logic behind it that Mm -hmm. makes them feel better. Or they want some help. uh, Yeah, or if they want help. I've seen one where, or I saw one where someone said, well, if my favorite clothing store has a sale, I'm losing money if I don't buy something. (laughs) Justifying things that you spend money on that usually would make you feel a little bit of guilt. Mm Mm-hmm. I don't. I think this happens to guys too. I don't know if I love the name. No, no, no. Of course. Yeah. It is a bit dated for sure. This text says, "Hi, Ryder and Lisa. Love your show. I listen to your station always. You're the only station I listen to. 
Thank you. However, this morning, justifying purchases with girl math, I don't believe in this at all. I work. I make my own money. I'll spend it however I want with no guilt, no justification. I work hard with long hours. I don't need girl math for my spending. I love that. That's great. Totally great. But uh, some other people texting in asking for your help. Sure. With them being able to justify a purchase. So David wrote in saying, Lisa, can you please justify me spending money on a new PS5 with some girl math? Yes, David, I can. Go get double the optimum points by spending whatever the next deal is. Okay. So, for example, sometimes they'll say if you spend $150 at Shoppers Drug Mart, you'll get 20 times the optimum points card points okay so i would go load up on things that maybe you don't necessarily need to but get you'll those use at points. some point yeah in like the future laundry detergent for example get those three points to help pay for your ps5 there guilt gone that's still like let's say okay sorry let's go back to the drawing board you do end up buying a ps5 you are staying in more than usual to play video games instead of going out and spending, let's say, $100 at the bar with your friends. Okay. Once the oiler season starts, your buddies ask if you want to go to a game. That's like a $250 night. Yeah, yeah. No thanks, I'll just play Chell at home. So you're still getting some NHL. Exactly, you're saving money. For free, though. Okay, so now we're talking 250 for the... Oilers ticket that you're not going to. You're you not save going. that. You just save that. That's half of your PS5 purchase. Actually, I don't know. How much are they? The 100 that's good. Yeah, PS, I'd say about 500 600 uh, 100 bucks. you're saving from uh, like not going for wings and beer or the mm-hmm. bar. Exactly. And then the, the Ubers, optimum points. Ubers. Ubers. Yeah. Add those up. We're there. You're in your house. You're saving money. David just wrote in saying, thank you, I'm sold. In one week, you'd have that bad boy justifiably paid off using this math. Exactly. Next up, Erica says, I'm moving out to an acreage, and I'm worried about how much I'm going to have to start paying for the commute. It's a lot longer of a drive. I got you. I asked her how much she estimates that she'll be spending, Okay. and she said roughly $400 more a month on gas. When you fill up your gas tank, scan your credit card, because then it automatically assumes you're spending $250. You okay. get that notification that $250 just went on your credit card. Fill up your gas tank. Let's say it gets to 60 bucks. Yeah. That's what actually comes out of your account. But in my mind, I'm like, oh my gosh, the gas station just gave me a bunch of money. Back. 190 bucks. You see, I made as like money. A, yeah. I'm rich. So 190, you do that two times, you're almost there. So maybe also just slow down a little bit, and then you won't spend 400. You'll spend like 380, and you're paid off. You think you spent 250, you go to pay off your credit card next time around. You're just like, oh my gosh, it was only 70 bucks. Yeah. Look at me go. The gas station just gave me Mm -hmm. 180. Okay. I mean, I'm I'm not sold on this as like something that uh, everyone should implement, but I'm quite impressed because that came to you very quick. You often do this kind of thing? Every time. <laughs> really? Like any big purchase? Kristen wrote in saying, if a clothing store has a sale, I always take what I would have spent at the regular price minus the discount and whatever I save, I buy extra clothes with because it's like free clothes. She's She's got it figured out. I love that. A real system hacker. <laughs> Five simple words, $1,000. It's Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. We are joined by Caller 7, first time getting through, Garrett. Welcome to Ryder and Lisa's 1K Wordplay. Are you feeling confident this morning? 
A little bit, yeah. Okay, good. Ooh, I like, I like that. It. I love that. All right, so here's how the game works. You're going to choose a teammate. They'll leave the room, and they won't be able to hear any of your answers. When we give you five words, you just tell us the first word that comes to mind for each. We'll invite your teammate back in. They'll do the same thing. For every word that matches, you get 25 bucks. And if you hit all five, it is $1,000. Garrett, who is your teammate this morning? Uh, I was fighting with myself, but I'll go with Lisa. Okay. Good luck. Lisa is on her way out. And then we'll get rolling. You got a 25-second timer to deal with, okay? Okay. And I'll start that after I give you the first word. And that first word is fortune. Teller. Mask. Halloween. Tent. Uh, Camping. Crystal. Clear. And shiver. Cold. Well done. Very well done. And you had lots of time left. (laughs) I wonder if there is something to be said about, like, slowing down a little bit if you're ripping or if it really is just the first word that comes to mind that works the best. We'll see. He did great, but he he also had, like, half the time left. He was very, very fast. Oh, I love that. (laughs) Okay, Lisa, what is the first word that comes to mind when I say tent? Camp. Yeah, he went with camping. We'll count that. 25 bucks. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say shiver? Cold? Yes. 50 50. bucks. 50. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say fortune? Teller. Yeah. Yeah. 75 bucks. Oh, my God. This is doable. (laughs) The next two are tricky, but But possible. Yeah. What's the first word that comes to mind when I say mask? Uh, mask? Oh, man. This might be a stretch, but I'm going to go with... Ooh. Mask Halloween. Yeah! yeah. yeah. The only reason I would say that is because pumpkin spice latte is out today. You should have seen my face Honestly, as you were saying it. Like you started the H, and I was just like, you're on board. Well, my eyes were closed, yeah, so yeah. I wasn't even looking at you <laughs> I know. for any social cues at all. Honestly, if we were doing this with this word next week when it's 30 degrees, I wouldn't have said that. But I it honestly kind of, think it's the gloomy weather. Yeah, feels like it, eh? <laughs> okay, Garrett, one more word, and a thousand dollars could be yours. I'm so excited for you. Okay. Let's go. Let's go. Ugh, this is so much pressure. I'm sweating. What is the first word that comes to mind when I say crystal? Clear. What? Yeah. I wasn't ready for this. <laughs> I didn't think you'd get that one. <laughs> no way. What? I thought, like, crystal ball was the answer. Crystal clear. Crystal clear. What? Garrett, you have $1,000 in your hand. How are you feeling? Awesome, man. I can't believe it. (laughs) Man, you played a great game, like I said. It was the confidence. Yeah. Yeah. I almost, like, got those vibes of confidence when I left the room. Congratulations, Garrett. You just won $1,000. Thank you, thank you. I was literally hovering the, like, brow, brow, brow button. Because you thought I was going to say what, sorry? Ball, like crystal ball. Oh, is yeah, what yeah, I thought yeah. was the most common answer, probably, but man. Well, I'd love to hear from our listeners. What words did you say? Would you have won $1,000 like Garrett did this morning? Your next chance, tomorrow morning at 7.50.
And oh boy, oh Mercury's boy. in retrograde for the Virgos or something. Yes, yeah, so Mercury's in retrograde for the next three weeks starting today. So for three weeks, the planet of communication, a.k.a. Mercury, appears to be rotating backwards due to its proximity to Earth. So that's why people do believe, and you've heard, that like electronics are always going haywire during Mercury and retrograde. People don't know how to communicate with each other. You're extra frustrated with people in your world. So it's a good reminder to slow down and relax because you're not completely in control of some things. <laughs> What's that? Oh. What is that? I don't know. The electronics in Ryan, here must be. Don't hit buttons that are just embarrassing sounds of me. So when Mercury is in retrograde, the yeah. world feels like it's falling apart, which sounds dramatic, but this is how it can affect you, especially you as a Virgo. Yeah. Because it is Virgo season. Beyonce announced it on her tour. Did you know she's making everyone wear silver to her shows to celebrate Virgos? I love that. Yeah. There's going to be one person that didn't get the memo, though. Pretty sure we were born on the exact same day. Yes, you have the same birthday. Yeah, September, September 4th, 1982, but she might be 81. Anyway. Anyway, so if you're listening now, just know that Mercury's in retrograde. Therefore, everything that goes wrong in your life, you can blame it on space. You're going to survive this. You've got this. The next three weeks could be a struggle. You could have this warped sense of self. If you're struggling to feel validated or fulfilled, just know you're yeah. going to get through it. You actually believe in this stuff too, hey? Yeah, of course. Like our uh, our roommate, the guy that rents the basement from us, good friend of ours, uh, said yesterday, something's up. Like all his meetings and stuff that are online. Mm -hmm. He said there's just weird energy happening. And you just feel that extra pressure on yourself to be perfect. It's actually impossible to attain during Mercury retrograde. So I love that you're like you're, you're all in on this. But absolutely. There's not a piece of you that's like this is an excuse for some people. No. Like you can just be an awful person and be like, well. No, you can't be an awful person. Just take everything with a grain of salt. If you're on a Zoom call today and something embarrassing happening happens to you, just laugh it off. Who cares? Mm, just like say, could... oh, well, if Mercury wasn't in retrograde, I would have remembered to put pants on. Something like that. Whatever. <laughs> That's just a random example. What do you example. got planned today for your Zoom calls? <laughs> <laughs> and how do the listeners get in on it? I'm sure they'd love yeah, to. If anyone wants the link. <laughs> but there have been times where, where I'm like, like, wait uh, a minute. Yeah. Also, I would love to hear from our listeners, maybe already today, first day of Mercury in retrograde, what has gone wrong? And does it, it's just when it happens, the astrology sign that's associated or like that's active, that's who's in retrograde? No, everyone is affected by Mercury in retrograde. You know, I know, but it's the Virgo one or whatever you said. So is it just... It's Virgo season, yeah. I don't, I, you've been talking about this for three minutes and I still have no idea what's going on. Mercury's going backwards and everybody's listen, an a-hole. That is why just just listen to me. <laughs> All you have to say when you don't know how to respond to someone who's frustrated, just say, eh, don't blame me, blame Mercury. Okay. Done for the next three weeks. Well, uh, don't blame me, blame Mercury. There you go. You nailed it. Why are you looking at me so intensely, though? Because well, I tried to just use it on you there. I haven't done anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Play 107, it's Ryder and Lisa. We're talking about Mercury being in retrograde. <laughs> Good sentence. Uh, See, things are... Yeah, that's what I can blame that exactly. on. Exactly. If you ever hear, like, dead air on our show, it wasn't us, it was... Uh, Mercury. Mercury. Uh, what's going on? Has it 
with the moon cycles? Because I feel like when there's a full moon, people are extra crazy. I don't think so. I think it's completely different. But I agree about the full moon thing. We've heard about this from Ryder's mom, who was a nurse for a majority of her life, who said when she knew when there was a full moon because all of the patients were a little bit off. And I've worked in the bar industry. When there's a full moon, I can tell just by the weirdos that come out. Oh, for sure. I work in the mortgage industry. I underwrite mortgages. And the brokers I deal with, when there's full moons, I'm like, did you wake up on the wrong side of the bed this morning, friend? Yeah, so what happens if there's a full moon in while well, Mercury's in retrograde? Oh, good question. That's, that's how World War II started. I think that actually is happening, though, <laughs> on August 30th. Like, I think it's going to be okay, so a gong show. I'm going to leave my house on <laughs> August 30th. Uh, you stay home. Book that day off. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the call. Appreciate it. Yeah, so the second full moon, there's two. There's actually two from this month. There was one on the first and then one again overnight, August 30th, which is a Wednesday. Do you want to hang out that night? No, actually, I uh, I got plans. You do? Yeah. What are they? Uh, I won this hotel gift card that I have to use up by the end of the month, and that's my only available day. So, no, I won't be at home. I won't be around. I'll just be by myself, ignoring you. <laughs> you know, the vibes I'm getting here, as much as you're trying to say, like, the joke joke that you don't want to be around me because it's a full moon yeah. during Mercury Retrograde, you're giving off werewolf vibes. Mm, you're just unavailable on a full moon? Fishy. You're out for blood. I'm out <laughs> for blood. <laughs> the Rider and Lisa Replay. Brought to you by Action Furnace. Fixed right or it's free. Play 107.